It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now... The guys people are talking about when they discuss monkeys and footballs. Chris and Case. That's right. Hey, Heidi Ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, episode 265. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me is my glorious co-host, The Riz. How you doing, brother? It is great to be with you, Chris. I missed you last week. Thanks for having me back. It's so great. I love it when you're here, man. We've got a lot to talk about today. A lot going on. Uh, let's see. Today's show, we're going to validate the draft a little bit. We're going to get Riz's takes, grades, the whole thing. Talk about some UDFAs, uh, free agency moves. Uh, we'll take you around the division on drafts. Talk about what's going on there. Get a little FTP in there, as Justin says in the chat. And a whole lot more. we got a great show lined up. Riz, you ready to go, my man? Let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right, time for a couple quick announcements. First, check us out and help us out on the Patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from Guam. Oh, now Florida. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, our very first daughter, Mathis, and Brian B. from I Prevail. Iprevailband.com. Check them out. I've been talking a little bit with him. He's such a good dude. Um, They're all our friends. Why? Not just because of this, but they also do jump in. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. It's a great way to help out the show. You set you, it sets you up with a monthly donation. And through that donation, you get locked into the Slack. Not locked in, but you to hang out in the Slack with all the cool people like Riz and Case and me. And See, it's oh, the Slack it's, channel. There it is. It's beautiful. Yeah, I got a question it's, from Ryan. Ryan, I owe you an email. I'm sorry. It's been really busy. I'll get you tonight. Yeah. That's right. We got our chat. People hang out. It's an app on your phone. You can use it on the computer as well if you want to do it on a desktop or a laptop or an iPad, whatever. It's all it's all good in all those. And we chat and hang out. It's the most intelligent Lions chat in the world. And I'm telling you that dollar a month threshold just it gets rid of so much garbage. <laughs> it really does. And I, I try to contribute as little garbage as I can. Um, we most of the talk is legitimately about football. That we do have a beer channel, which is fun. Barbecue. Um, Barbecue channel is very good. Um, barbecue, barbecue sounds really good. There's um, one uh, dumb, um, yeah, fornicators. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dumb, dumb fornicators. That's what it was. And um, that, that 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 tends to uh, that tends to be a lively discussion, picking on people who just probably should stop headbutting electric fences. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. Maybe you'd like to see him gargle a handful of carpet decks. Uh, anyway, that's uh, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get a little dollar a month donation in there and you can hang out in the chat, especially in these uh, these crazy days with uh, the quarantines and everything else. It's just it's it's a great place to keep some sanity. And, and there's a lot of channels. There's the football channel and there's all kinds of other great stuff, too. It's a great place to hang out. All right. Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, Instagram, Detroit Lions podcast is the name. Give us a follow and check us out on Twitter at D.E. T Lions podcast. It's the very best place to see the Riz with no pops. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm seeing Chris in the chat saying, "Yeah, the emojis in the Slack chat as well." We have an FTP. We have a couple Slack bots with the Packers stuff and some other stuff. <laughs> It's good. Oh, subscribe. The the Greg Warren Slack bot is the best one. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Those who are there know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, all those places. We're all out there having a good time. We love your reviews. Give us those five stars. It's forever. People you look at those and it helps them rank and find the different podcasts. Uh, if you want to give us feedback, the subreddit is the best place to do that. Head on in and uh, comment and our thing. We'll take it. We'll talk to you. Well, it's a community show. We listen and we react every single time we get feedback. Give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions podcast, all one word, or call us in the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667. Leave a message and get a chance to hear yourself on the show. We've been getting some calls from a lady. I have to call her back. She's trying to reschedule a doctor's appointment. She's calling the Lions line. I don't know that she's getting who she thinks she is. (laughs) Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review this week in Reddit. Alright, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit, and we're going to kick it off. we got the Riz. Riz, it's so good to have you, man. After the draft, with so much going on, so much to talk about. I'm trying to get rid of all these stupid throw pillows. <laughs> Sorry, I hate throw pillows. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, go ahead and adjust your pillows. Or get a, you were I'm talking, good now. You were, you I'm were fine now. Liquid free. I want to I wanna just... I am. I want to showcase something for the the folks watching on YouTube because this is this is like the next level of the slack bots. You saw you saw a preview of it, right? Yes. <laughs> he had it going on when I when I dialed in and connected with it. I'm like, what in the world is going on? I've walked into Studio 54. So anytime there's five dollars more on a uh, super chat, not only you will get to kick on the on the screen and the acknowledgement there. Um, this will happen in the background of my world. This is early days. We're still working on some of this stuff, and um, we're eventually thinking of putting it to everybody. We'll see how it goes. We'll, we just want to see how it goes. So Slack chat comes in, and bada boom, bada bing. Um, there. <laughs> he comes this crazy land of disco excitement. Right? Right? Who wouldn't want all that kind of fun? So um, we're going to put some different things you can control in the real world via the uh, the super chat here very shortly, guys. So, um, Oh, boy. Are you sure that's a good idea, Chris? <laughs> I don't know. And I, but I think it's fun, right? I mean, I think it's fun. It's we'll it's see. interactive. I love yeah, it. I love it. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Always trying to give back. All right. Let's get into it. We got to talk some football. We've been talking for four, six minutes. People get mad when we do that. I apologize. Yeah. Um, the draft. The draft. Yeah. The Lions. They took part in it. Right. Uh, <laughs> they were there. Yes, <laughs> they were there. I'm not sure about the Packers. Ryan's already there in the in the thing <laughs> laughing. But I got I got to bottle up that laugh from when they uh, the moment they picked Jordan Love. That was absolutely fabulous. Um, let's go through it. We got some guys. We got some, we got some dudes. We did. I think, I think we had some dudes. I love Wisco's uh, dude theory that he's got going on in the uh, in the in the slack. Right. It's fun. Round one, pick number three overall, Jeff Okuda. Everyone knows that's who it is, and that, that's who we got. Ohio State cornerback fits my thinking of Wisco's dude theory. I think this is a this guy is a dude. What do you think? I think he was the best possible selection to run what Matt Patricia wants to run on defense. He he is the best cover corner, not just in this draft, but in the last draft and the draft before that, probably the draft before that too. Yeah. He, he's there. There's nothing he doesn't do at a very high level coming out of college. It, the only concerns you can have, he only had one year of starting experience, but that's because NFL guys were playing in front of him. Uh, that that's not his fault. Right. Uh, he's very well schooled. He, he has that. Remember there are Ohio state ties from the coaching staff with Patricia's group too. So he's going to come in. They know what they're getting in him. They vetted him through that. 
So they, they understand that he can play press. He can play off if they ask him to. He can play a little bit of zone if they need him to. He is picture perfect for what Matt Patricia wants. Matt Patricia loves the coverage sack. That's his defense. Yep, yep. We might we might not agree with it that that's the most prudent way to go, but that's what he wants to do. So if he's going to do it, you better get the best coverage you possibly can. And they, they, they did do it with Jeff Okuda. So I'm, I'm proud of them for sticking to their guns and doing what, what they said they would do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, this adds a whole new dimension with Tracy Walker, Trufant, um, Coleman. Uh, you've got a lot of play. You've got a pretty. I, I'll, I'm, I'm understating here. I think, but I'll, I'll just say it this way: a pretty damn solid secondary on this Lions team. Um, yes. Can I just start? I'm just going to put this out there early because I want to be the first one. Um, and it was Josh here in the in the chat. You, you kind of got me thinking about it. Can we call the secondary? They, they had the Legion of Boom and all that. Can we call them the Detroit Murder Wasps? <laughs> let's just take the name now before anybody let's, can do anything with it. Let's, let's see them actually play together because uh, they have the potential to be really, really good. They have a potential to be a top, a top three secondary, yeah, really. Yeah. They, they could be. But well, we got to see it come together. They've got a new coordinator. They've got a lot of new pieces and parts coming in. Your top two corners are different than last year. Mm-hmm. You're not getting much on-field practice time with these guys. Let's let's let it coalesce a little bit. Murder let's, wasps. Let's, you heard it here but first. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I do like the murder wasps. You need to get something lion-related, though. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, done a lot of, we've done a lot of lions-related things over the years, and it hasn't worked. Ooh, the D yeah. stings. That's good, Mike. I like that. Wasn't wasn't the sting? Wasn't that uh, like a hockey? Oh, that was the stags. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. different. The Detroit stags were a thing back briefly when I was a kid, a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking you could do like if they were going to do expansion teams. This hit me in the in the shower earlier today. I was like, you could do the Mojave Coronas and the Portland Murder <laughs> Wasps, right? That would like really kind of fall into both of the. Ah, never mind. <laughs> I tell you what, the Charlotte Hornets are missing out by not becoming the Murder Hornets. They really need to do oh, that. Oh yeah, Murder Hornets. That's it. I keep calling them wasps. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on. Uh, so obviously, getting uh, Jeff Okuda in the first, uh, oh, it's brilliant. Solidifying the cornerback play, uh, sealing the secondary up. The next thing we were doing, we were going straight to the edge. We were going to come in and we were going to get a um, an offensive line beating quarterback eating machine. In that, we got DeAndre Swift from. Jo- Dion running. <laughs> okay, that is. I mean, that's really how I, I ate it when it happened, right? And I was. It took a little bit to process. We were on the air together yeah. when this happened. Yeah, uh, with Sandman, we were all taken aback. And uh, in the end, it winds up, I think, being a pretty damn good pick. <laughs> I I do not like taking a running back that high. I specifically didn't like taking that running back that high. Mm-hmm. But you got to make the best of it. I understand. And and the later draft picks honestly did help me come around to like it more. Exactly. Yep. Exactly right. Because it showed that they had a, a, a real plan of how they want to reshape their offense. Mm-hmm. And DeAndre Swift fits better with what Daryl Bevel wants their offense to look like. Uh, much, much more of a power-oriented, a one-cut, see-it-hit-it-go type of back. That's That's what DeAndre Swift is. Yeah. So he fits he fits that mold well. If they if they're going to run the ball fifty percent of the time, and that appears to be their goal, if not a little bit more, you can't rely on Carry On Johnson to be that. You can't rely on Bo Scarborough to be that. Right, right. You, you get another guy that's in there that that can can help hammer that. And Swift, he I wouldn't he wouldn't have been my even my third choice for running back. I, I like Jonathan Taylor better. I like J.K. Right. Dobbins better. Well, okay. 
Uh, mm. But Dobbins um, was way down most boards too. Your board had to be a little bit different, I think, he, in that respect. Won- didn't it? Yeah, he wound up falling a lot further than I think even he thought, or the, the, even like yeah. the skeptics thought he would. Right, but right. That happens. Um, I like the value with running backs later. Um, yeah, yeah, they, for sure. They, they, they dipped into that pool, too. Nobody but, <laughs> thought we were going running back that early. And like at first, no. my initial reaction is I don't even care who the player is, right? Taking running back that early, I was just like stunned. It, there was nobody in the world that predicted that was right. going to happen. And I'm like... It, 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 the people who did, I I made fun of them because I'm like, that's not what they want to do, and and I was wrong, and they were right. So I, mm-hmm. you know, be a little flame away. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I need like the inverted horn. <laughs> the innie. We'll talk about the yeah. uh, oh, the innie later, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you know, uh, but it, it's it's it, it's still not my favorite choice. But I understand now, based on the the next few picks that they made, why they did it, and it it does give me a better appreciation for it. It's still not. I would have I would have gone elsewhere. I would have addressed other needs with more impact players. There, the reason the Detroit Lions lost football games in 2019 was not because they could not run the football. That's like eighth or ninth on the list of their problems mm-hmm. last year. So so not addressing more pressing needs. Yes, do they need to run the football better? Yes, they do. It will help them win games. It's ball, but they were not. They were not specifically losing games last year because they didn't run the ball well. They actually ran the ball okay. They actually wound up running the ball better once Stafford was gone, which makes no sense. Uh, in a way, they're forced into it. it. In a way, it does. But I just think that it's ball control. That four minute offense where you're trying to grind. That's where they were really. They're, really... they're trying to limit opposing possessions yes. because they know that their their offense has firepower. But they're they're also better at it's a defense that's designed to not give up a big place. It's a mm-hmm. defense designed to to make you go fourteen plays, seventy five yards, and kick a twenty five yard field goal. That that that's Matt Patricia's wet dream of an, an opposing drive. Yeah, and then you miss the field goal because you hit the post in Ford Field. That's that's yes, that's perfect. Yep, yep, exactly right. And if and if you can come back and get them frustrated by going on a a fourteen play seventy five yard drive of your own, and Matt Prater nails a forty five yard field goal, that's that's Patricia ball right there. Yeah. And that's that's what they're designed to do. And yep. Swift helps them do that. And when I look, yeah, exactly. When I look at the rest of this 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 draft, I, f- I, I kind of feel like this this pick at running back on the offense is a little bit of a play for the defense as well. And I think that's where they yeah. I think they yeah, felt that. the extra value to make the pick. Um all right, there you go. Um Audible Dong, Dennis Richards. I actually had the Twitter name Visible Dong. I was going to have some fun with that as an alt, but the uh, Twitter banned it. Uh, and I, before I even tweeted, before I ever even tweeted with it, they just did not like Visible Dong. That was going to be a great time. Wow. Say. All right. So with that, the Lions moved into round, 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 round three. Again, this is yes. the second night of the draft. Riz and uh, Sam and I were hanging out, and they announced Brothers. Of the brothers, we got Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Romeo and <laughs> Romeo Julian. and Julian Oquara from their Notre parents Dame. had to do that on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Jock and Rock, we're, we're yeah. hearing. I mean, they are they are Nigerian. They were they were the boys were born in Nigeria, but I, I assume that that translates to 
Nigeria, whatever. They have a ton of languages in Nigeria. I won't even begin to guess which one it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's I think it still is the number one movie making country in the world. They make more movies in Nigeria than anyone, more than Bollywood, more than Hollywood. Really? Nigeria. Wow. Yeah, there are a lot of low budget stuff. I don't know why I went with it non sequitur. Never mind. <laughs> that's okay. a fountain of useless knowledge. That's why we're here. <laughs> Educate the masses. <laughs> so Julian Aquara, um, his brother Romeo says he's going to be paying a high rent. Um, I he says he's paying no rent. It's going to be a wrestling brother match. I hope they don't hurt each other because that would be such a lion's thing to do. Yeah, but this, especially since Julian's already hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The big play here for me is in a shortened training camp or a lack of training camp that they're brothers and they get time to spend time together and he can help him understand his role in this defense. That's the, that's like the icing on top of this cake, isn't it? It is. You sounded a little bit like Randy Macho Man Savage there. That was, Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) I can do a lot of voices. There you uh, go. I was going to do a Darth Vader one for people, but not to do it later. Sorry. Save it, save it for later when the dark side comes out. <laughs> yeah, so Aquara, he's he's your pass rusher. And don't I, I, I want to temper expectations here because the 2018 Julian Aquara is a guy who's going to start sooner than later for Detroit. The guy that I saw in 2019, and I saw Notre Dame play in person last year, and I also watched all of their games because I'm a masochist. <laughs> and uh Where's Golden that, They're not. The, that's not the same guy. Even before he got hurt, he was not the same guy. He is a guy who's got to learn to not try to run around the block. And he does it in the run game and the pass game. And that's got to stop because it will not work. Right. right. Uh, but the potential is there. He's got to get stronger. His frame, man, if he, if he adds like five to eight pounds of functional muscle, he's going to be a beast. Mm. And it's going to be fun to watch him because he does have pass rush moves. He has hand coordination. He understands from, and this this is something I brought this up on another podcast. And I, the more I thought about it, the more it makes sense to me. Matt Patricia is a very intense guy. He told us that in in the zoom yesterday, he's like, I'm I'm an intense guy, you know, and I'm I'm aware of that. Mm -hmm. And Aquara is coming from Brian Kelly, who might be the most obnoxiously intense yeller I've ever seen coach. I mean, I watched him coach at D two and like screaming at everybody. It's like his normal, his normal tone of conversation is like profane screaming to like, you know, take the pain off your walls. Right. <laughs> um, so it, that's not going to be a shock for Julian O'Quara when he gets in and, and gets an, an ear full of Patricia, you know, going off on him when he misses an assignment. He's gotten worse than that before. That, that, that's not to justify that type of coaching or, or to condemn it either. But he's, he's, he's ready for that. And I think having Romeo there also will prepare him for that. So he, he understands what he's getting into more than, than what some other players would. And I, I have an appreciation for that. I think he's going to be a, I, I expect him to get about 3.5 sacks as a guy playing 40 to 50% of the pass rush snaps. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can, I can see that. That, that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> I like this guy. You're right. I don't think he's going to be the, he's, he's no chase young, right? Let's just start there. No, he's, he's no, he's going to help this defense though. And I, in one way, I feel like this defense was waiting for the guy that was a difference maker. It was a lot of guys that could set somebody else up for success. You know what I mean? Yeah. He may be able to leverage that to his benefit. That may help him eat. Um, he, he, is he that guy? I don't know. He may be another guy, though, to 
set other people up for success. So that's something we got to watch out for. I think uh, when we'll talk about defensive tackle a little bit later. I mean, you're looking at a th- you're looking at a third round draft pick. What do you get out of your third round draft picks? Normally, as a rookie, they're learning the ropes. Yep. They come in, they show that they have some potential. This is what Kenny Galladay did, what Tracy Walker did. Uh, DeAndre Levy was around later, but what he did back in the day, they're showing you what they can become and they're learning on the job and you see how much they can take of it. I think that's what the rookie year will be for Okwara. I don't, don't expect him to start. Don't expect him to be this, you know, defensive rookie of the year candidate. I've seen that out there. No, no back off that. Don't, don't put that on him because then you'll be disappointed when he winds up with four and a half sacks. That's, yeah. Be realistic about he's a third round draft pick for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. the entire league passed on him at least twice. That, that kind of tells you where. And again, some of it is because he was injured and he's got to prove that he come come back healthy. He, he broke his leg and I think it was week nine, I want to say. Um, and, you know, he wasn't doing that great before that either. So, yep. What do you think? But, but if you're getting the 2018 version, we're going to we're going to really like it. <laughs> what do you think this year? Are we going to see more blitzes out of this defense than we have historically? God, I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I'm really interested to see what the Unlin effect is. on. This yeah, because I mean, remember, Unlin's coming from Jim Schwartz. Schwartz right, right. loved to be aggressive with his front four, but he didn't necessarily blitz a lot. So I'm. I'm and the fact that we brought him in, it could be, and I'm just, you know, I'm, we weren't in the room for the interviews, but this could be a situation where um, Patricia is recognizing his faults. Because let's be, let's be honest and fair, whether you like him or not, one thing he's been, he's done consistently is recognize his mistakes and work to, uh, to, to he's fix them. He self-scouts incredibly mm-hmm. well, and he's oh. honest about it. Yeah. And I appreciate that about Matt Patricia. And that's probably what Unlin's role is, right? Tune this up. Um, help us. Help us help ourselves and help help right. fix my gap and my hole, right? I think that's right. a lot where that is. I think right. we'll still run his base, but I think they're going to learn together. And if you think about uh, yeah. like the, the 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 what a combination. And I and I, I haven't really worked this out, so so this may not. This might be putting like a square block. <laughs> Talk through it. Hole, you right? can do it, Chris. You can do it. <laughs> that I can. Yeah. Um, well, what if you have the complementary complementary kind of pieces of that Jim Schwartz style? defense and the Matt Patricia style coverage side of the defense, right? Where the front, Ooh. the front, you know, you're running an the, actual stunt, a twist, a, an asynchronous blitz. The, the Jim, the Jim Schwartz, exactly. the, the special With, where Dominic and Sue sits for a second after the snap and then attacks the hole. And then eats. Oh, he was great. At oh, it. Oh, femur like a chicken. God, leg. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and he does that with Fletcher Cox in Philadelphia. I'm, I'm hopeful that we do see some of that. I think Trey Flowers can do that brilliantly. I'd love to see that. And I think that's why you see a lot of two uh, linebacker sets, which is probably why we're not as – we'll talk about Jared Davis later maybe, why we didn't take an option there, why things at the the big moves at linebacker weren't anything we saw change, right? So just something to think about. We'll work with that. Um, We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. That's just me, like I said, working it out out loud. We'll move on now. Uh, Still a third-round pick. We had our second third-round pick. Hung out, and uh, Riz was getting a little drunk. by No. (laughs) Jonah Jackson from the Ohio State State University. Yes. Not Ohio U. No. No. We're the Bobcats. I'm a proud Bobcat. I am not a Buckeye. Get that through your heads. But you, you do have a little bit of... Yeah, so my my dad was an Ohio State guy. I was at I went to I went to an Ohio State. I actually saw Archie Griffin play at the Horseshoe when I was little. So I, my my Ohio State ties go way back. That's that's where I fell in love with Chris Spielman, my all time football hero. Spielman, yeah, he was the greatest. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah I mean, we, we have family friends that named their kid Art after Arch Schleister. So um, I, I know Ohio State football very well. Uh, Urban Meyer sort of took the that and the fact that I married a Mich- into a Michigan family, and uh, they're a little obnoxious about it. I love them though. Uh, it sort of took the venom out of the the rivalry for me because I really hated Urban Meyer and it was hard to root for them. So yeah. I, I don't really care anymore. I, I just don't. Right. I don't. I don't really have a rooting passion anywhere other than Ohio football, um, and that's that's not Ohio State. Right, right. Go Bobcats. Go Cats. All right. Now, um, I want to talk about this this pick a little bit, Jonah Jackson, because we didn't talk about it on the on the draft show. I mentioned it a little bit last yeah. week. Jonah Jackson, you, you know how I scout Quinn at the Senior Bowl, right? You know, you, yes. I have my own rating system yes, for you players, do. and I, yes, I you am do. very – I feel I'm pretty good at it. I just want to say. Um, this is the one player I think was an absolute um, Senior Bowl kind of target for them um, I would agree he is one of the guys that I have listed that that Quinn reacted to he was under the he had a significant Quintrest at the elephant walk um, you know right <laughs> everyone's making up their own little things like the QIB and our Raz and all that I got Quintrest you leave me alone it's a senior bowl measurement of Quinn <laughs> um, so yeah he, he reacted to Jonah Jackson as he came on stage there was some conversation amongst the the Lions coaches right and I just I when that happens I just kind of tend to note it there's some guys that they're they're just talking about something else right they're not reacting to but this one was there was definitely uh, the Quintress level was high with him uh, Jonah Jackson came up they loved what they saw um, he looked really really good on stage right I mean when he came across and on, on uh, at senior Bowl um, I, I, I'll, t- I'll say it again. I said it last week, but I, I can't help it. Uh, big upper body and country strong. <laughs> he looks he looks like a guy who would wear flannel and chop down trees in his spare time. Yeah, yeah. Or or, or just pull him down. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's got that big country strength. Uh, Jonah Jackson, yeah. as a guard, what do you think? I mean, does, does let's just, the, the other measure we have, uh, is it has specifically to do with replacement players for Mission Guy. It's the war height scale. Where does he fall in the Warhite scale as a replacement for Graham Glasgow? Are we going to be okay? <laughs> uh, see, I, I think he's going to the other side. I think he's going to be the starting left guard. Ah, okay. Interesting. Keep going. That's, that's my projection. We'll, we'll see if I'm right about that. I think he fits at left guard in part because nobody else on the team is good at it. <laughs> no, that's a, that's, that's a great point. That might be why. And, and the, the other guard that they drafted, you absolutely cannot play him on the left side. There's just, they just can't. Um, and, and that, that's somewhat why. of a schematic because because most teams have their upfield rush tackle go over the left tackle and or the left guard instead right. of the right guard. That's right. just the way that it works. Right. Okay. Uh, and, you, and you have your nose guard shaded to take on the right guard and the and the center or just heads up somewhere in there. Right. 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 Um, so you so you want your your more agile, better pass protecting guard to play the left side. That's Jonah Jackson. He's he's right now. He's the best pass protecting guard on the team, without ever playing in the NFL. He is interesting. Zero doubt in my mind about that. Okay, no, no. He was he was good at Rutgers. You know how hard it is to be good at Rutgers. I know I've used that line before, but it, it's still they're terrible. <laughs> he went to Ohio State. Play. He was really good. Uh, he, he's a very solid player. He, he's an upgrade over Joe Dahl and Kenny Wiggins and Odeyabushi. And Bo Ben Shawl, who probably won't be on the team much longer. Right. There's that's yeah, it's a, it's a smart pick. Ben Schwizzy. Um, interesting. Um, 
Uh, yeah, in we got uh, Go Lions. He's got uh, the offensive line will be called Pancake City. We need to get our guy Northwood Guitar to redo the Guns N' Roses Paradise City with Pancake City. I like the, it. Yeah, yeah. Like there it. you go. That's a good one. Um, and then we got Chris in the in the chat saying the Rooks at Garden and um, Dahl at, at fullback. It was a 1950s and 60s. I'll kill your run game. <laughs> I'll kill you run game. Sorry. That's, that's how we run high school football out here in West Michigan. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Ragnow out there. You got beef. Um, I'm just going to okay. roll right into the fourth yeah. pick here because yeah. we are talking kind of interchangeably between the two. Logan yeah. Stenberg from Kentucky. Mean guy eats rusty nails for breakfast breakfast um uh, he is dominic riola 2.0 except he's not nearly as skilled <laughs> what do you think i mean this this guy though his his ethic his uh, anger his mean machine kind of thing is this gonna oh yeah today? is this gonna help so him? so when you watch game tape of him put on i prevails gasoline in the background oh my because God, it is the most song. appropriate thing he is trying to rip your arms off and shove them down your freaking throat. <laughs> that's that's what he wants to do. He led the SEC in penalties and personal fouls. He also had not I got, I got the clarification. He had nine holding penalties declined because well, some of them he still came up the sack. Some of them just, they just made too much of a play because Kentucky was a very good football team. Right, right. <laughs> he is I thought he was going in like the seventh round. And that was the general projection was that he was a late day three guy. That's not universal. Uh, I know my friend Luke Easterling at DraftWire consistently mocked him in the third round, uh, which is actually why I did some work on him because he he told me that the Browns were interested. I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't know that the Lions were. Uh, so I did some work on him. I'm like, I really hope that the Browns don't draft him. And then he wound up in Detroit uh, probably around earlier than I would have expected. So it's it's not my favorite pick. Doubling up on guard, yes, they needed to get better at guard. Uh, how much better do they want to get at it? If he if he can move at all, and he he is a complete phone booth refrigerator player. <laughs> he has no lateral agility or awareness of lateral agility needed uh, to his game at all. So this is a deal where like he's going to be lined up with, with Hal Vitai, who does not handle speed well on his right. Right, and you, let's let's just say you've got um, uh, Preston Smith oh, in Green Bay. Halapalulavati. Yes, hello. Hey, nice. <laughs> so, so let's say they've got. Uh, let's do Zadarius Smith because he's a little bit. He's a little bit lighter. Ooh. Okay. Yep. yep. So Zadarius Smith is lined up uh, outside of Hal Vitae's shoulder on the outside, and there's no tight end help. Halapalulavati. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna do a jab step, and Hal's gonna overset to the outside. And he's gonna break inside. So that's where your guard has to pick that up. Logan Senberg has never seen that happen to him in his life. Every single time it happens, the guy's going straight through and he's like, what? Huh? Oh, crap. That that's a real problem. Um, Now that's coachable, but you got to coach it. And you're in a summer where you're not going to get a lot of hands on coaching. So I'm very worried about the right side of the offensive line. I'm hopeful that Kenny Wiggins still wins this job, quite honestly, because Stenberg is not ready to play it. Now, will he help in the run game? Yes. And if they're keeping with their absolutely ridiculous guard rotation and Stenberg plays on obvious rundowns, hell yeah, because he's going to kill people in front of him. Yep. Yep. He, he will knock people backwards and will create holes and he will sustain them and he will continue to choke out the guy on the ground after the play's over. For people who like that kind of thing, he's your guy. He's a great screen pass blocker. How about that? <laughs> Or like scream pass, <laughs> scream pass. 
Uh, so, um, um, I'm getting uh, this, and I've heard this before. Don H says Richie Cognito without the psycho persona. I'm thinking Richie Incognito without the. Uh, oh no, this this guy's psycho. I mean, if he's got the the nasty clothing line, I and mean, he embraces it. Yeah. He embraces yeah. the fact that he's a thug, and he, he likes also, it. He was a Senior Bowl guy, and this is where the the part where you're talking about it's coachable. Right. I think might come in and this is the other player. I think the senior bowl may have had a little bit of a um, uh, influence on it. He's a guy. Um, he was in the South team, so they didn't get to coach him directly, right. but they got to see him being coached. They got to scout him. They got to talk to him and spend some time with him. Right. Um, I have him from the uh, elephant walk is not well defined. It exudes power, though. Um, you could tell, you know, that's that's right with his personality as well. He's 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 not a little guy. Oh, uh, does he six six? He's he's six, a good six, three, three tw- he's, yeah, he's three three fifteen, three twenty in that range. Yep. Um decent arm length, which is nice to see. Uh he is a he's the antithesis of a zone blocking type player. Mm-hmm. So this this is a complete tip off that now you've got Ragnow, who's a mauler. Jackson Jackson's not necessarily a mauler, but he's a guy who's gonna gonna get physical with you. He's not not shy about it, and is better in tight quarters. Stenberg, again, if he's in a refrigerator, you're great. If he's outside that refrigerator, you're frozen. And, and Vitai, not a great mover on the outside, despite having some decent athleticism. He, he just doesn't do it well functionally in a football way. Right. They are set up to fire straight out and knock you backwards. That that's that's their goal. Yeah. Yeah. And that fits well, that fits what DeAndre Swift has run behind at Georgia. So if he's going to be your feature back, you've catered your offensive line to your running back. That's that's smart. Let me let so me think, add a little I think bit. it's great, but <laughs> let me add a little bit to your types though, if you want to talk about types. Daryl Bevel Daryl Bevel has types in Seattle. He didn't have great line players, right? But, his be, his best guard there was J.R. Tavai, who was a converted defensive tackle who'd never played offense before. Right. <laughs> his type is a bad offensive line. Now, Stenberg yes. is, is the type of guy that would be the guy that broke Tyrone Walker's leg, though, right? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I laugh, but I hate that. That still makes me angry and shit, that play. I'm going to tell you straight up. I was so high and so I, hungry for Tyrone. I wanted to see him do I was. So I was. Well. I'm, that's, that's still, that still bugs me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I still bugs me i could go off about that so i'm not laughing about it please don't take it that way but um um, just kind of half joking about um the bevel offensive line types right these guys fit these guys fit they do we'll see we'll see they are they are function over form is the the football way to say it yep yep (laughs) um next guy number uh fifth round number 166 overall i saw um an article in Lions Wire by I think his name was Hefe Riston. Um, oh, yeah, a little, little French, a little French going on. Um, <laughs> oh, maybe some Spanish in there. Um, I think you know if I if I just mispronounce it with an American accent, it would be Jeff Risden. But hey, uh, I know wrote, that guy. <laughs> he wrote an article about Cephas. Go check it out. Um, kind of. Can you summarize it? A little, summarize it yes. outside the article so people still go there and give you those clicks and take a look at it because it's a good article. It's right. Really well done. I found through film review and, and I watched four of his games, uh, including against Michigan and Michigan state and, and actually central Michigan. So it's three, three schools that we all should know at least somewhat if you're a Lions fan local and I watched what he did and I found a role for him in the offense. And if you used to watch the, the specifically the, the Denver Broncos, but also the, the Titans time, remember what Eric Decker did 
that's that's your best case outcome for Quintez Cephas is that he's the next Eric Decker. He's not as fast as Eric Decker and he's not as big as Eric Decker, but he's going to play that same kind of role. Decker caught over 70 passes five years in a row. That's that's optimistic for a fifth round pick out of Wisconsin who ran a 4-7-3 at the combine, uh, was hand-timed at 4-5-8 at Wisconsin, and that's a pretty favorable time. That's a favorable track, too, right. uh, because they had a lot of other dudes who were running you know, a lot faster than they ever showed before. <laughs> He's not a speed-based player, but he does understand how to use what he has in a way that I think is a different dimension to the offense, and it is something that Seattle has used before. And it's something that I think you'll see with with the big slot, and it's it's worth a try. Um, it, it to me, it signified that they understand that the way that they were approaching offense was not going to win them football games. So they wanted to go in a different direction, and Cephas helps them go in that that direction. Now, the one thing is with him, with Swift, and with their offensive linemen, they are now the least they are the slowest team in the NFL. And at the skill positions, because Galladay, not a blazer. Marvin Jones, not a blazer. Uh, Hawkinson, a tight end, is fast. Yes, Jesse James, still running the 40 from the combine. They are not a fast, athletic football team on offense. And that's apparently by design. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It's, it's a different way to approach it. I, we'll, we'll see if it works. I, color me skeptical until I, I see it actually work. But I also under, I appreciate the fact that they understood – that they couldn't try to keep up with everybody else doing the same thing that everybody else did with what they had. And, and that's what their, their theme of their, their, their draft was. And they're all, they're really, they're all their offseason moves were to become a bigger, more powerful, more angry, more difficult team to face. And you, you, like, let, let's say you're, you'll say you're the bears and you come off playing the Packers one week. And we'll find out when the schedule comes out tomorrow night. If that, if this, it's a three hour special. <laughs> yes. Yes, doing and people. Oh my this god! Year. There's nothing. There's a no there's a UFC fight this weekend. Thank God, there's something. Oh. And there's well, so so, you, so you're the Bears. Let's go back to this. And you're playing. You're playing Aaron Rodgers, who's going to run around, and and they have they have speed on their offense. Um, or if you're coming off of playing Arizona with a read option like that, and then you're playing Detroit, and Detroit's playing like 1987 Bill Parcells ground and pound football. You haven't seen anything like that. You haven't practiced against that. You haven't played that in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee Titans did that very effectively last year. The San Francisco 49ers, while they were more speed-based and they had a lot more speed in their backfield, can do the same sort of thing where you're not used to playing that type of team. Detroit can be that kind of team. And that gives me some hope that at least they have a vision and they, they again, the self-scouting thing. They realized that what they were doing wasn't working, so they tried to go in a different direction that makes them tougher to play against. And I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I, have I don't to, know if it'll work, but I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I think it's part of it, right? I mean, look, it's, you, you have to get players, you have to have the scheme and, and you right. have to make yourself difficult to play against. You have to make yourself a team that people don't want to play against. And I'm okay with that. I, you know, when we think, of yeah, that, I, yeah. I, if we make again, it, it's not the strategy that I would have chosen. And it's mm-hmm. probably not the most fan friendly strategy because it's going to lead to a lot of 16 to 13 games. Yep. It's going to lead to a lot of, of games where there's, you know, we had, each, each team gets the ball eight times rather than 13 or 14. We had a lot of those close games before, though, that we didn't win. And this is the kind of strategy right. that turns that in your favor, right? It's hard to go it from can. a team. Absolutely. It's hard to go from a team that, and let's think about the Lions, right? They lose by a lot regularly to has a lot of really close games that they lose. How do you get over them? You don't just jump to, we're a team that wins 12, 
games, right? You you have to you evolve into that over time, and this the the first step is to become the team that wins those close games. And we had games we led. What was it? Every game but one. We had a fourth quarter lead in each of the first twelve games and won three of them. Yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> you've got to be able to hold on to that. That's 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 huge. And this is an opportunity for the Lions to be able to do that. I think that's the evolution here. And I think that's the change that, that they're going through and, and, and they're doing it on an evidence based, mm-hmm. you know, approach based on what, like you said, with Tennessee and what you saw with San Francisco and um, you know, the San Francisco's quarterback goes down and how they were able to regenerate in a draft, right? That's, that's pretty good. There's a lot of things coming together. We'll see how yeah. that goes. They have George Kittle too. Not everybody has a George Kittle. We have Hockamania. <laughs> let's let's hope he comes close to Kittle. If, yeah, he's just gonna, he's just <laughs> he could don't, don't do the leaps. There. Don't do the leaps. Yeah. Don't don't hurdle people, please. Yeah, that's, that's the, so so now we've just talked about all these you know beefy you know slower guys. <laughs> then there's Jason Huntley. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Let me four point three seven electrifying quickness. Uh, his three cone time was just insane. This is a guy who is a lightning water bug. He, he he's a joystick. He is he, he he's he's JD McKissick basically uh, doing what he did. He's theoretic that type of player, except right. he's fast. Yeah, my God, um, what what a stark change from the rest of the draft. What the, <laughs> what the team has gone to, um, which was why it was a real non sequitur. Um, nobody expected it uh, this to happen. This was not a combine guy. This was. Uh, this was this was a I think he was at the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, which is below the Shrine Game. And the Lions haven't delved into that in the draft in, in quite some time. So, <laughs> uh, New Mexico State running backs don't get a lot of love. It's hard to find their game tape. Yeah. I still haven't watched enough of it to, to have a great idea for what he offers. He's an interesting cat. You know, his what I've seen. He's an interesting cat. He he makes cuts, and I'm like, oh, that is absolutely horrible. And it pays off. The speed. I mean, he just that the, guy. the one thing that I picked up was that he is at top speed right away, even out of cuts. And his speed, his forty time speed, is it translates to on field speed, right? Yeah. So many times you see that a guy's fast or slow, but he plays completely differently on the field. This dude is gonzo once he starts moving, and he yeah. like you said, he gets moving quick. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is an interesting pick, right? I mean, our running back room right now is is there, there's two things about it, right? There's there should be some good competition. We should be yes. probably having to drop some good players, which you love to be a team that has to drop good players and cut good players. That's a great place to be. Absolutely. Um, and 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 with that, it puts us in a position. But also, it's been a position that the Lions have have suffered. Maybe it's a lesson learned that it's kind of the Chinese army strategy, right? We may not have the technology or the weapons. We're just going to beat you. We're just going to keep running at you until, <laughs> until we're not going to run out of people, right? We're just going right. to keep sending yeah. them. Here you go, right? And that, yeah. that, that may be part of the strategy here. So we'll see how this plays yeah. out. But I, I like the Huntley pick. I like this. This is interesting. Round five to see a talent that a, a guy who looks that talented who could act actually kind of make the team that's that's good stuff this guy at worst uh, at worst he pushes jamal agnew off the comfortable seat of being the return man yeah because i i think that's his i think that's his path to making it is that he makes it as a return man mm-hmm. and as a gadget player a guy who can come in um the, i know i know there has been talk that he could play to the slot and become the slot receiver and successor to danny Amendola and that yep. and if you watch him play and i again i've only watched limited bits I like what I've seen from him as a receiver. He's not just the guy who floats out in the space and catches little dump off passes. He can actually run routes. He can he can reach out and grab the ball. Yep. Snatches a little bit. That 
There's something to work with. He's there. an easy guy to root for, right? He's the kind of guy yeah. that can be a real camp darling. You can really enjoy watching this guy play. He can be a heck of a lot of fun. So we will definitely yeah. jump on the the Huntley bandwagon. I hope so. I, I hope I hope to like him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let me really quick hit. I, I got two things. One, uh, at the beginning of the show, um, a lot of you weren't here. We got something new set up for the uh, the oh, super oh. chat. If you if you do at least five dollars in super chat, there'll be a a, a, a action in my in my world here behind me. <laughs> so if you can help us test it out haven't seen it gone live we've made a couple changes oh. it should go up with your name and lights also on the broadcast so you'd be able to see that if, you, if anyone has a, a five or more to, to, to spare just to test that for us we'd love you thank you so much all right so that's a super chat i also want to tell you guys um look if you're if you're feeling down in trouble and you need a help at hand there's only one way to do it you got you got that uh that those body pains you got that insomnia you're working out you want to heal better get back to back to working out quickly uh, well known. I have all these problems, Chris. Help me. That's why I'm here, my friend. Uh, CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. A lot of companies out there uh, shilling CBD, some good, some whatever, um, doing their thing. And um, I, I, we, you know, we talk about it. We're not going to talk about any uh, products that we don't believe in. Fanatics, Amazon, those are things we use. This is where I get all my Lions gear, you know, is from Fanatics. Um, we're not putting anything or talking about anything that doesn't isn't something we use or or um have, have tested ourselves and enjoy um actually it's everything it's it's what we use to be now that i think about it um <laughs> this this one is a good one i found it by my mother-in-law's got a lot of pain she's she's in her older years and your mother-in-law's a pain no no what? please don't say that <laughs> she's a nice lady she's a wonderful lady <laughs> um <laughs> but she's she's got some spinal stenosis some other people things you know when you're in your late 70s that kind of thing happens right and she's been through a lot of stuff spent some time living with us last year because she she couldn't do it on her on her own and uh, a lot of pain had opioids for a while and she she, oh, she knew to wean herself off there. of those yeah, yeah 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 i'm not saying this replaces it but the cbd with the other stuff has given her a whole new level of comfort um she can sleep she can the anxiety just caused by that constant pain um oh come on it's there it is all right curlingus there you go my man <laughs> it showed up I was worried it showed up that it wasn't going to show up. Curlingus, you rule. Thank you so much. $5. Super chat. We got the disco action going on. I'm thinking add some more stuff for different levels and all that kind of stuff. But um, we're going to set some interaction up in the real world where you guys can have some uh, some fun with us as well. So uh, anyway, <laughs> Curlingus shows up. That's cool. I'm going to make that a little bit longer. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway. Sorry. Take Sorry. It, take it back. Family show. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 offered. It's given her a lot of uh, a lot of help. I I actually use it because I have problems with sleeping because I'm doing so much and I'm always mentally stimulated and, and brain going crazy. Uh, CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. It's Diamond CBD. They have great stuff. It works. It's it's all different levels. I use the smallest one, the 250 milligram one. Um, they have gummies from Tommy Chong. Uh, LT Lawrence Taylor has his own line of stuff. Check it out. Go on over there. CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. They give us a kickback when whenever you buy something from them. But um, like I said, it's always something we stand behind it. Curlingus, thank you, dude. Appreciate that. That was awesome. That was fun. I will. I'm going to adjust that. That needs to go a little bit longer, though, people. We need to. Really I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm talking. I'm thinking like fog machines and bubble machines and stuff. So I'd love to hear you guys. Oh, God. Curlingus is 25 bucks in. If you if I have the Jaeger ready. Whoa. Um, <laughs> That's all you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Jaeger. I don't have something to put it in, though. Um, you got a mouth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Five seconds. You do have a fridge there. there. There's a fridge down by your left leg. I've been in that room yeah, before. That's where the Jaeger is. <laughs> I'll give you. Okay, Curlingus. I'll give you. Uh, 
I'll give you five seconds on the on the Jaeger bottle. Lips the bottle, pour oh, it down. Good is, that, grief. is that fair? Is that too much, Riz? I don't know. I don't drink Jaeger Jaeger uh, usually except for draft day. That's 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 a lot of Jaeger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go like three seconds. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. Ocular dong. Thank you, Dennis. Instead of visible dong, maybe ocular dong would be able to play with I don't think the visible was the part of it that was the problem. (laughs) Well, there's audible dong, though. He's okay. Yeah. Um, Yes, lost MC in in Miami. Um, We will come with some fake Panasini headlines for you. He's been rolling them out big time. They've, they've been hilarious, every single one of them. But I keep getting a notice, and I have to allow them. <laughs> Sometimes they've been sliding back, <laughs> so I can't get it. Cause, just because his name, Panasini, his name. He's is, a good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Let's talk about him. His name triggers the thing. Let's get into it. Yes, he it was does. round six pick, number 197 overall. John Panasini, um, Utah, I guess, is where he's from. Um, Utah. Utah, um, Utah, Utah's entire defense from last year will be in the NFL either this year or next year, which is crazy. Yes. Uh, he's a good one. He is going to play the A. Sean role, and I think he will play it in a way that Lions fans are going to like it. I'm, <laughs> I do too. I, I just thought I'd do a um, Keith Jackson um, imitation. I should really do that with Penasini from Utah sometime. That would be fun. Oh, okay, sorry. All right, this guy. This guy's good. I think. He, I think he's. I think yes. he's significant playing time and help this defensive line. Tackle is a good he, position, and we went way later than I thought we would to get tackles. He, but I'm not mad. I, the guy does not go backwards. I love that. He is a guy who was going to. If Jared Davis can ever be an NFL linebacker, it will be behind a guy like Penasini. Quinn can't stop looking at Penasini. Uh, and with with helps with some help okay. from hand, he's going to be big this year. Penasini's oh going to be huge. Um, I can't, I can't not right. I feel terrible. I, 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 oh. I I'm like twelve, and and I love this guy because he's worked hard. He's he was drafted in the NFL. <laughs> he happens to have a name that if you if you mess with it, it messes up, which is fun. I like that kind of thing though, right? I mean, because you can do a lot of fun stuff. The guy deserves respect though. Absolutely, a defensive tackle, um, in in the NFL, making the draft, um. He's, he's going to make this team and he's going to play. He yeah. is going to play probably more than some of the, he might play more than Aquara does. Honestly. Now think about this. You're talking about a sixth round pick, not just making the team, right? Cause what is the percentage that they make the NFL? Like 4% or 3% or something really low, right? Uh, for what, for six round guys. Yeah. I think it's, I think, I think oh, it's a 22% get a second contract. Wow, which is which is a lower rate than actually ever play in a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that makes sense. Um, and here's a guy who looks like he 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 definitely could. He's got this. He looks like a keeper. This is a he, six round gem. Yep, from Bob. It, it's a it's a great pick. Very good, very good fit for what they want their their interior defensive line to do. I feel like Again, Tony is messing me up. Is his number really sixty nine? No, <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I like he I, like, was, uh, I couldn't picture what I saw. He was he was fifty, fifty one. He was fifty one. Can you imagine cover the never mind. That would be that if he embraced it like that though, can you imagine how much the city would love him? Uh, he'd Seriously. be a hero. Yeah. Oh my god. They would Sandman would own his jersey like that. I would too. I think we yeah. would be giving away his jersey like freaking crazy. If if anyway okay anyway, let's, <laughs> all right let's keep it on football okay. the guy's a very good football player and he's 
he's the best of day three pick they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to move on to the next tackle. This is an Ohio State guy, and you're in, in, in Ohio State. Big number of guys picked. I think they tied with. Um, they had 14 guys drafted. I want to say yeah. 14 or 15. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, yeah, Josh on Cornell, Ohio State defensive tackle, and you're saying this guy from Ohio State is not as good as a guy from Utah. That's right. He, well, he didn't get a lot of chance to play. This was the guy who came in when Chase Young and or Nick Bosa before him went off the field. Hey! I got another it. one. It's Kerlingus back with nice. the Jaegers. Wow. Okay. I will do it, Kurt. Don't, don't leave yes. Kerlingus. I will do it yes. um, before the end of the show. I don't want to get all tanked up for this. Thing. Yeah. Oh my so um, Cornell is a... I'm not sure he's going to make the team. I, I think he's one of those practice squad guys that you see what you got as a rookie and let him compete. Again, this is a thing. They took a guy that's familiar to their coaching staff. There are coaching ties between Ohio State and the Lions, so they don't have to deal with a lot of – he'll understand the verbiage coming in. He, he, oh, here we go, baby. Just getting it out. I can kind of build up my – He will understand what is asked of him. He, they, they have a good idea of how he can be coached. Um, so it's a familiarity pick. He probably wouldn't have been the pick if this was a normal year. Right. Honestly, um, he, he, they probably would have taken somebody with a little bit more upside, uh, maybe from a smaller college or from somewhere else where they didn't have the familiarity, where they could get work with him more. He, he's a, it will be a pleasant surprise if he plays for the Lions in 2020. And that's not to diss the pick. It's a seventh round pick. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a, uh, if, if he can make your practice squad and stay on it all year and, and help you in practice going against, you know, a, a different look of defense, because he can play the five, he can play outside, he can play inside a little bit. He's a weird size. He's 285 pounds. I, I think he's Kevin Strong's competition, and I think Kevin Strong is a better football player. We'll see. Because that chance to prove it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good stuff there. Um, we'll move on. We're going to go to the uh, – Undrafted free agents. There's a couple guys in here, some real diamonds we want to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm working my, my way up for Mr. Patricia talked about these guys yesterday. He didn't mention any of them by name, but uh, he he was really bummed that he didn't get a chance to do a rookie minicamp and have local tryout guys. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 there was a definite, like, downer in his voice at that point. So, it's sad. How about th- this is this is still Shea Patterson not picked up? Until not even immediately as a UDFA. I think he got signed by KC, right? Yeah, the Chiefs signed him early this week. Yeah, boy, that's a guy who how far have we fallen, my friends? I mean, if you're a if you're a Michigan fan, that probably tells you a lot about where your woes have been found in your in your games lately. The quarterback whisperer was screaming instead of whispering. And not not to go full off on that, but uh Donovan Peoples Jones addressed the Cleveland media and uh he didn't throw Shea under the bus at all, nor did he throw Michigan under the bus, but he made it very clear that he's looking forward to playing with a quarterback who can throw a route where he expects the ball to be. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. probably the nice way to say that. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. It's, it's, it's really something. And I, I remember talking, I think it was the, it was the first year we did the, the training camp party, which we're still planning on doing everyone, by the way. Um, yep. The, Jim, Jim Brandsetter, the Jim Brandsetter, came out and hung out with us. The brand new man. Yeah. And I remember that's right when we were picking up, uh, Michigan was picking up uh, Patterson. 
And um, that's right. There's a line. That's right. Yep. There's a line. Him and Bischoff were there. We were chatting away. Um, there was a line that Brandy said that really kind of. I was asking him, what, you know, what are you thinking about Michigan right now? It's been a lot of lean years for someone who grew up with a, a really good Michigan team. And he said, well, they think Patterson is their guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that he thought so, right? <laughs> they yes. think. And that was very, very interesting. All right, Tim. Yeah. One of the things that came out of, of being at the Combine this year was how small he was as a person relative to the peers around him. He just didn't look like a pro athlete. Yeah. Um, the um, who was the wide receiver from Clemson the year before? Hunter Renfro. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He, looked, he looked like a seventh grade paper boy. The, the punter. He looked like a punter. Yeah, that's literally my yeah. notes. The senior ball. Uh, that that was the contrast he had with Shea Patterson because at, at his podium he had uh, Gordon from Washington State was to one side and he was in the corner and then the next one over was um, uh, the big guy from Washington. Uh, who's like six six, right? right, um, right. With with good hair, yeah. And like the the juxtaposition of all these guys was like, my God, he he doesn't look like he belongs here. And I think that's something that Michigan fans probably didn't get a real good grasp of um, when when he was there. I, and the other fact is, when he was at Ole Miss, five receivers that he threw to at Ole Miss are in the NFL, yeah. <laughs> and a couple of them are really, really good. AJ Brown's phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> I shot a lot of video of Shea at the Senior Bowl, anticipating, you know, hey, a lot of local Lions fans, right. Michigan fans, going to get some good use out of that. And um, I don't want to see this. I'm, I don't. I don't think this is true. I don't think any player would do this, especially as much as they've worked throughout their whole lives to to make the NFL, because it it starts well before you know high school football, and it goes well you mm-hmm. know into. But it feels like when I saw, saw Shea Patterson, he knew he was a career backup in the NFL, and he wasn't working super hard in the lead up to. The Super right. Bowl and the draft. I just don't. Maybe that's I just would, who he is I'm, as a quarterback. And, and I'll peak, go. Right. I'll go to a different guy. Jake Rudock knew he was going to. He he said it at the Shrine game. I asked it to him in an interview. I said, "Are you are you okay being a career backup?" He's like, "Yes, that's great. That means I'm. That means I'm in the NFL. That means I'm helping my team." Yep. Uh, he embraced that. Yep. Um, it didn't didn't work out that great for him, but he at least was like, you know what? Yeah, hell yeah, man. Give give me five years as a, as a backup in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. What did he get? Three? Uh, he got, he got like, yeah. Yeah. I think he did get three. Yeah, not Good bad. For him. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's the fun. guy who maximized his physical talents. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, anyway, I, I got off on Shea Patterson. Let's go. Let's yeah. go to these UDFAs. Uh, the first one, Steven, I'll do it German style. Vertel. Uh, Steven Wirtel. Oh, um, well, Iowa State long snapper, huge change for this team. This is gigantic. This long is what's going to put us over the hump. Oh. Super Bowl, Super Bowl dreams here, right? Right. Not gonna lie, I've never seen him. <laughs> the date I have is he hasn't missed a long snap through high school or college, which only means he's due. He's got a unseat. Hey, the king. I didn't either. <laughs> I've never dropped a, st- a pass for Matthew Stafford. Thank you. That's very right. Much. That's um, right. Look, he's 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 got to unseat the mule. I I still feel like this no. is again. I don't have info here. This is me speculating. Mule, Mule's played for a long time, right? Since two thousand five. He knows. Look, he's he's long in the career. I I like 
Mulebach, he seems like a guy that is a team first. He's he's been through the worst of times. He's th- been through the best we've had. Uh, he's yeah. he's a player. I wouldn't be surprised if he's just there right now, waiting for them to find and 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 speaking with him about it, find his replacement and let him retire and move away. Move him in as a coach, right? He could do he could do some special teams coaching. He could be like a special assistant yeah. to the coaches, right? It's I mean, look, he there's all kinds of opportunity for him. I don't think he's clutching onto that position and not going to let go. Um, I think he's just he's willing to take a retirement. How and and this is horrible, right? Because I bet if he was here, he'd be screaming at me if I said it. But how much of a competitor? Are you? Do you really have to be to be a long snapper? And I'm asking you that uh, with. Well, I mean, I mean he, he he's so, great at it, right? He's great at what he does, but I mean, he he beat the crap out of Jimmy Landis when when they get drafted him. Yeah. Uh, they have a guy. Um, what's his name? Thompson from Ohio. Right. Right. Um, that they brought in. Uh, he was there two years in a row, and he actually was 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 legitimate competition. Right. Uh, then he got his leg broken in, in a in a in the last practice before their first preseason game, and that was the end of him. Yeah. So he's weird because he never talks into it. It's like an ongoing inside joke yeah. between him and the media. Yeah. He just walks by and will open his mouth like, and then doesn't say anything. Cause he never, as Cal Mikey has said, he's never heard Don Muleback talk and he's covered the team for five years. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't know his voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Exactly. He, he sounds like Kermit or something, right? You never know. Who knows? Um, I, I, I don't know it either. yeah that's that's it's it's interesting i don't i I don't know i just i I, and like i said i hate that i said that out loud because i have all kinds of respect for don right and i'm I'm just glad they didn't draft anybody (laughs) yeah oh draft long snappers ever what six round you think you don't think a long snapper would be better no 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 no, no, I don't think so either. I, I think this is great. I think this kid looks good. This is he's legitimate competition. I love Mule. I would love to have him somewhere on the team where he can speak, um, like with a speaking role. Maybe get his SAG uh, benefits put in place. But um, I just worry. You know, when you got a guy that's that's older like that. You know, if he's not doing CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com, he's probably got some aches and pains every week. He probably needs to, uh, you know, to, to, to get someone else. He's just got his brain is too good. Right. Let's let's not risk it anymore. Yeah. Let's, let's let this guy have a good retirement. He's made his his his, his whatever. All right. So next guy I want to talk about. Can you count to three in like Mississippi's for me? I'm just going to get this over with for for Lingus. <laughs> it's Ready? Yeah. Ready? Ready? I'm gonna, I'll count it down. Three. Here you go, Carolina. Three, two, one. Drink, Emma, for drink, Emma, for drink, Emma, for drink. Stop. Wow, I heard the jug. I heard the, the jiggle there, too. Yeah. I hope that came oh. across for, for everybody else. Uh, there there was definitely some liquid in there. Fuck the Packers. Yeah, oh, it's not, <laughs> it's not empty. There you go. It's still. <laughs> oh, better you than me, my friend. Oh, God, this is like only friends for alcohol. <laughs> Oh, only fans. Sorry. I don't even know enough about the thing. Babe. Only fans for alcohol. <laughs> All right. There, there's my new niche. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Hunter Bryant, tight end. Best uh, undrafted free agent they got. You think so? I, 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 yes. You think, you think this guy? I, I know the answer. I, I love fucking. Sorry. I love these stupid questions. The, 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 it's already starting to warm up. Um, <laughs> you think this guy is even going to see the field, Riz? <laughs> I think he will beat out Jesse James and get knock Jesse James off the roster. That's my hope. 
Ooh, that's a, I'm aspirational. Yeah, no, no. That's that's. So here's the thing. We talked about um, OJ Howard coming coming free from Tampa, right, as a possibility, and kicking mm-hmm. off Jesse James, right. You'd pay yep. more for OJ than you're going to pay for Hunter Bryant for sure, right? Correct. Um, there's a big cap hit by letting a guy like Jesse James go. Who cares? You can afford it. What Who are you going to spend it on? Right. No, none of the free agents that are out there now want any money. They don't want to sign now. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. Absolutely. Um, I also, we all felt happy. Why, why would you sign now when you can sign later and not have to go through the OTAs and all that BS? Wait, wait till wait till you find a team that needs you, uh, or you can pick your spot. Wait till they're a little bit more desperate when they get closer to the season. Like, oh my god, we got a hole here. Yeah. If you're a free agent right now, for the love of God, don't sign anywhere. Don't be stupid, you moron. Help me, help me remember. Is it better for the Lions <laughs> to cut Jesse prior to or after June first? Does that not matter? It is CBA this year. It do, it doesn't matter this That's year. That got that got thrown out of the way. Thank you, thank you. Um, I knew there was. It, it would it would still be a big. I mean, th- this is a big kudu going down on Anaconda, but it, you got the room to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the interesting. Put a tape here down there too. <laughs> Watch out for Jaguars. So Jesse James had a terrible year. Had his work. Yes. Right. Is yes. that is that the bottom? Is this a bounce back year for him? Is he a guy that could prove the value that he was supposed to have this year? Or have could we he, really could seen he, who he is from now yes, on? Yes. Yes, he could. Am I counting on that? Hell no. <laughs> okay. There you go. And I don't think the Lions are either. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more. <laughs> and Hunter Bryant. So, okay. The one thing that Hunter Bryant can't do that Jesse James does block reasonably functionally well in line hunter bryant cannot do that right this is a this is a flex tight end this is a guy who plays the way eric ebron plays he's not as big he's not as athletically gifted um doesn't drop the ball as much either which is nice so what if you make jesse james your number one blocking tight end and hunter your number two receiving tight end you could do that you bring Um, him in like a three tight end set yeah don't forget don't forget now is still there too Right. And and the team likes him. Yeah. So you also have Quintez Cephas. Something he can do is block really well. Yes, he can. And think about he this. Okay, let's do can. a three tight end set with Cephas out there. That's a heck of a running play set up. That's a head that you've got your blocks pretty, pretty well lined up. Right. That helps you out a lot. Or, you know, you can throw the ball, too. But uh, <laughs> but it's it, it, it gives you a different kind of a look and a lot more of that yes. kind of shove it up their down their throat. Let's say it that way. <laughs> we'll go from the top down. Uh, shove it down their throat and run that ball. That gives you a real ball control opportunity with that offense when you need to in that kind of four-minute, eat-the-clock kind of situation. Yeah. I think we will see more two tight end sets, and I am hopeful that Hunter Bryan works his way into those as the receiving threat. Again, he's not a blocker. Don't ask him to block. I, I hate when NFL teams take guys who didn't block in college as tight ends and ask them to block. I, it, it's so stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, they're, they're, they're ask guys to do what they're good at. But here's the problem: <laughs> we had it with Theo Riddick. If he was on the field in the backfield, you knew we were going to pass. Pass play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you bring in Hunter Bryant, right? You know he's not out there to block. So let's right. put a rusher on uh, where Hunter's at. Right, let's get our edge guy right. over there. Let, and, let's make him chip. Let's make him do things that he's not comfortable doing. Yep, exactly. exactly. Let's dictate to the offense what our defense is doing rather than the offense dictating to the defense. Yep. Yes, that, that, that is a problem. Yep. That's one of the reasons why he might not stick. Yep. And that's the problem with Stenberg as well. 
If you rot- yes. if you do your guard rotation and bring him in as a run only guard, it's like, hey, guess what's happening, guys? Stenberg's on the field, right? right? Yeah. So, but yeah. again, in that situation, it, it, there's there's the the trickeration that goes on, and that's a way that uh, you can get some separation for a guy like Marvin Jones or Kenny Galladay who aren't separation specialists, right? That's so, exactly right. There you go. Uh, it's always like you know inception level thinking going on. Next guy, Jalen Elliott, Notre Dame superstar at safety. <laughs> Will he see the field on day, game day, week one? I I think he's going to make the practice squad. I do. The okay. Lions are they're deep at safety. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, I know. That's the- I mean, <laughs> that's that he he's he's got a lot of bodies in front of him who can play. Um, I, I think Lions fans are going to be pleasantly surprised at how good the tandem of Harmon and Walker is, and if if Harris who I still don't think is a very good player, and I think should be playing corner rather than safety. And if he develops at all, they've got a really good athletic, rangy, interchangeable three safety set that's going to be the envy of a lot of teams. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. And it's going to be tough for him to break into that, but he can if he if he can play in practice squad. When you're when you're at that level, it's all about special teams. Can he make a difference on special teams? And I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, I'm going to move move next to the San Diego State superstar, giving Nick Bodden a uh, fight for his life at the fullback position, Luke Sellers. Um, this feels like a camp guy to me. Um, where do you, do you uh, give no, him I'm, an angle? I, I, have, I haven't watched him. So. Okay. okay, there you go. Uh, there's one fullback role on the team. <laughs> I, if Bodden's healthy, it's his. <laughs> right, right, right. Didn't, didn't Bodden go to San Diego State too? <laughs> I Ooh. think he did. Wow, I have to look that up. I don't. I don't remember. That would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the San Diego State fullback funnel. Right? Go Aztecs! <laughs> wow, that means oh, he would have played against Penasini too. Just, just a thought. Who had a hand in that? All right. Uh, the next one. This is a big. This is big news. This is a <laughs> wide open position. Um, <laughs> um, very interesting. We uh, we didn't sign. We didn't draft one, and we didn't. Right. We didn't draft. KJ Hill either just just as a quick to me I mean no moment of we didn't um, I, we got Jason Huntley when I thought was prime time to get uh, KJ and KJ went to the Chargers I think he's going to be great if I'm wrong it is South Dakota State thank you Don it's not San Diego State South Dakota State was is where um, oh. Sellers came from my bad. Oh, so he's a jackrabbit. Yes. Okay. What a jackrabbit. All right. Told um, you I didn't watch him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we picked up a punter. We had a gap there. Our punter's sitting in Denver right now collecting checks from the Brancas. And, uh, we Good for him. Up Good for Aaron Sam. Sippus. Aaron Sippus. Yes. This guy. Um, he's got some phenomenal. So he was a professional Australian rules football player before he went to Auburn. And I don't know how the NCAA made that work, but good for him for doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got some killer highlights. He has incredible pinpoint control with his punts, as you need to do in Australian rules football, which is sort of like like lacrosse and soccer mixed together mm-hmm. with a little bit of rugby mixed in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except you don't have sticks I can for tell lacrosse, you, obviously. I can tell you the punter world is an interesting world. And it's 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 unlike most of the rest of the positions in the NFL. Um, my neighbor Great guy, great guy. Um, I got some jokes about him later, but he—he's—he. He, I got to make sure he's listening if I before I drop him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his son working his 
ass off. It's really impressive to see this kid over the last three years um, change his body, change the way he's working out constantly. He's really you see you see a kid grow. It's really really been impressive. Um, he he's he's going to be playing at uh, Georgia uh, Georgia Tech. Wait, Georgia. Georgia Tech, Georgia State, Georgia Southern. Yeah, where did Calvin go? I, I'm confused now. It's a Georgia Tech. Thank you, Georgia Tech. Yeah, that's where he's going. Um, damn. Good school. My brother Kirlingus, went there for grad I hate school. You. <laughs> <laughs> damn Jaeger. <laughs> it's already impacted you that much. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm like I've turned Whoa. San Diego into South, or South Dakota into San Diego. Now I can't remember Georgia Tech where Calvin went. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 going to be playing for Georgia Tech next year as their punter, and and we've I've talked to his dad and him about the whole kind of path. Uh, they changed high schools, went to like a premier high school in the area. They actually bought an apartment, a place to get uh, to get um, their physical location to where they could go to the right school. The whole thing. I mean, they, the family has committed to this kid to to play football, and he's signed. He's going now. I'll tell you, he's done a lot of different camps, which is where a lot of this stuff. Um, a lot of this stuff happens, um, and it's it's. There's a lot of like politics. It's there's so much that's not yeah. about how you kick the ball. Uh, it's really funny. And then they like like. And then there's guys who pay money to train with the people who lead these camps, who always wind up on the ranking board, no matter what the rest of their score is. There's always one drill that no one really expected that this guy is an expert at and comes in and nails it, and he winds up ranked number one. Right. So if you don't wind up training you know and and and, and play, paying these 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 camps and these guys big money who are all former big name punters by the way uh <laughs> it's an interesting McAfee found a different way to make money but these guys got there they got their their fingers <laughs> in the pie pretty good um so yeah it's it's a really interesting very very political kind of crazy process the australian oh, rules man. thing is one of the things that they roll the australian style kick is one of the things they throw in to yeah. mess guys up Right, you're 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 a traditional punter. You do everything great. You boom it longer. You boom it, you know, inside the whatevers. You you hit all your marks, and then they'll roll you in with, okay, we're gonna do an Australian kick now, Australian style. What? What are you talking about? What is that? Yep, yeah. you can do that. And like, it's a subset of teams that want that. You know what I mean? It's not even mainstream in the NFL, but they'll throw that in depending on who they want to land in the in the different ranks. They're, they're getting more welcoming of it in the NFL too. And if you think about it, though, if you go to the very, very best punter in the NFL and you take that down to the number 32 punter in the NFL, how much difference is there really? These guys are so you, you will You will notice, but not. it's not going to be the reason why you win or lose games. And these guys primarily. are so close together. The differentiator yeah. winds up being this political crap, right? So it's interesting oh, to watch. It, it, I tell you what, here. when teams have punter competitions in training camp, is fantastic to watch it mm-hmm. because they will go like it's like watching Tiger versus Phil hitting golf shots. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's exactly <laughs> the precision right. that they have. It's unreal. So, Sipos or Sipos, right? Or Sipos, 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 Sipos. Okay, he's got two things against him. He's never kicked off, and Matt Prater does not kick off. He's not good at it. So you got to be able to kick off if you want the punting job. You also have to hold. He has held. But the other thing is he's he's going to be 28. Yeah. Not a lot of not a lot of upside durability with a 28 year old Aussie yeah. coming out of Auburn. Yeah. Um, so he, I, I hope I, I I love the Aussie punters. I, I'm a sucker oh, for yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I hope he I hope he gets it. But it also wouldn't surprise me if those things against him make it so the Jack Fox keeps the job. Where is or they Ryan? find. 
Why is Ryan or they find somebody else? Where's Ryan Santoso when you need him? He he signed somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did yeah. He's free though. So we'll see. Casey Redfern is also a free agent right now who I'd love to see come back. We got to call, call her, Riz. Okay. All right. Call her. What's your name and how much have you had to drink? Have you been in the Jägermeister yet? Not as much as you. <laughs> no, I've got Chris. It's James from Australia. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time to take our kicking competition to another Yes. Level. I've been listening live on YouTube, so I thought I'd better call in. and uh, I Just wanted to add to that Aaron Sipos. Um, Please do. Uh, debate thing yeah so he was basically so we've got a thing in here in australia where if a guy in in the forward line wants to kick a goal and he can't kick it that far um like outside the 50 meter mark there's usually a guy that's got a big leg very accurate um that can just bomb at 70 60 70 meters and they usually just dink off a little handball to him he just lines it up and just goes bang. And that was Aaron Sipos, basically. So he's very accurate, very big kick. Like he's no Ben Graham, if you remember. Mm-hmm. He was on the lines back in the late, um, late 09, 08 sort of thing. And then mm-hmm. was in the on the Cardinals team, I think, when they went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so like he's, no, he's not as talented as him. Um, and doesn't have as big of a leg as him, but he is—he's yeah. still just as accurate and that sort of thing as him. Um, so he's, he's a good—he's a good addition. I don't think he'll take, you know, the starting job or anything like that. But I think—I think it's foxes to look. Um, you think so? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting because I—and as as Riz was saying, the kickoff being the thing—I feel like the kickoff, especially for a punter, is the, is the least difficult part of the job. Maybe I'm wrong, right? Maybe I'm wrong, and, and, and I'll maybe I'll, I'll get a, a Georgia Tech punter on the show sometime to talk about. Hey, it. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just feel like that. That's just not that. That's not going to break the job for him. I'm, but then again, it, it goes back to what I said, Riz. I'm arguing my, with myself here. I don't even need yes, you, you are. To, to help me out. But if there's not that much of a difference between punters between the top and the bottom in the league, and you're running two guys here in camp, maybe the kickoff is the difference maker. It could be. I don't know. And, no, it, that's that's where it comes into it is you know like he's he is what it is. Um, there's a reason why he's not playing the AFL anymore. Um, very athletic, but <laughs> and, 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 and Don just really quick in the chat. Don is making a great point. I mean about the reach that we have here. Where else but the Detroit Lions podcast? Can you get a call about Seriously. Australian rules football from a guy in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I can pay us with some assistance, boys. <laughs> this, this makes up for all the fantastic, my friend. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, who is, who is your AFL team? Uh, I beg for the Geelong Cats. Okay. Um, so we, um, yeah. So he played for St Kilda Saints, um, which is in Melbourne. Um, Geelong's about an hour and a half out of Melbourne. So, so they need to um, sign. Penasini. Geelong Cats Penasini strikes again. Oh, Chris. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's the Jaeger. I got to believe Calls in from Australia and you give him Penasini jokes. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting me to do it. I'm sober. <laughs> oh, man. That's <laughs> I did also want to add as well to, and say, um, I think 
<laughs> I downloaded Twitter last year and it was the best thing I ever did, but it was the worst thing I ever did because yeah. I got to see the half of the Lions fans that are just, oh, just stage dumb. four, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't go to my mentions uh, ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you find them. I I feel sorry for you sometimes. Uh, it's, um, it's it's not a fun <laughs> part of my job. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I think what we what we failed to see is how the draft and what the free agency did and how it complements each other and how every little bit puts everything together mm-hmm. um, in the big side of things. Like a lot of people would just look at the player and go, oh, I hate that player and yeah, he's no good or whatever it is. And then but they fail to see like how their talents will contribute to the team as a whole. And like Riz say, like, Whatever, uh, Panasini. <laughs> the Geelong the, Cats. The best, <laughs> the best name in, uh, in national football history. History um, to provide us with a laugh. He will make the roster, and he will provide a absolutely like critical role to this defense, um, and just make it so much better. So I think that's where it comes down to. Yeah, yeah, that, that that really is it. It's the the full context of the draft. That's the the Swift pick was stunning in the moment, but in the context of the full draft and where the team's needs are and how this is being put together, it makes so much more sense. And the thing, mm-hmm. and the and, and the funny part is, no one, not one single mock predictor saw that one coming. That that one was. I'm pretty impressed. Pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. I got my my sil sil. Face on from the Sopranos. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right, my brother. We nice are going to let you go. Thank you so much for thanks calling for, in. Yeah, thanks for thanks for the expertise. We appreciate it. We, All right, we need it. All right, <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> All right, brother. Be good. That's great. I'll, uh, I'll ring you again. <laughs> All right, sounds great. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll see you. See you guys. Yeah. All right. All right, wow. man. Phone a friend, right? That's that's beautiful. I yeah. love it. Live right. from Australia, it's it's seven forty three p.m. Eastern time as we're recording this. I have no clue what time it is in Australia. They have like three time zones there, so yeah, I think that's it's awesome. Like, it's like it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow morning, morning, eleven yeah. in the morning. Yeah, so he's not yeah. drinking like like you are. Hey, I think we have this, this, this gone, is all i got <laughs> <laughs> we've made our way from uh and i'm guessing here because i don't have it memorized but i think i i remember it I, we've made our way from australia to the ozarks are you there buddy yeah you hear me okay <laughs> i sure can hi brandon hey jeff man i tell you what man it, it for being such the dead zone of the nfl you guys are making it fun <laughs> We're trying. Where else are you going to hear about Geelong Cats and Penasini together, right? Geelong, right. Geelong yeah, and Penasini? Come on. I mean, this is, we, this we, is made in heaven, baby. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got, you, uh, it's terrible. It's absolutely I don't even terrible. want to go there, man. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. no, no, it's not. Thank you. It's not Please people. don't. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 as far as uh, uh, what you guys have been talking about, dealing with all the new players and everything, I've been trying to figure out, Eric come up with a great, great article, uh, Jeff, that you, you know, I know that you've seen it, uh, you edited it probably, <laughs> uh, the depth yes. and, and what he yeah. explained, who's behind who. And I got to looking at that and I thought, man, maybe Bob Quinn finally has been able to do what he's always wanted to do and build outstanding depth. 
because now we're trying to look at and trying to figure out who they're going to get rid of or who the, who's going to wind up on the practice squad. Uh, the other day, let me see, I think it was either the depressor today or was it yesterday uh, when uh, uh, Patricia was on and they mentioned to him, talking to him about Ty Johnson pulling a Jeep. Yep. I mean, yep, yep. that dude, that dude ain't going to want to get cut. You know that. No. I mean, so nope. let me, let me, I, I, I got to jump go on ahead. this, Brandon. I got to, I got to jump on this thought because this is like, you're, you're exactly kind of where my head's at. This is where I thought this team was going. It was a team that for the, the Schwartz years and into the, the Caldwell years had a couple of star players, but no depth across the board, right? There was just not, you get one right. guy injured who's a starter, the whole thing starts falling apart. That's how right? Andre Fluellen made the team 12 times. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Bob Quinn, and, and it, it, you can't do this stuff overnight, right? But the, the concept is, is that you build the depth of these positions. Not a lot of superstars yet, right? But let's look at that cap room we got. What are we, number two, number three in the league right now? We're at a point where we could toss mm-hmm. away Jesse James' dead cap hit with no problem. All of a sudden, it becomes going into next year. You are prime. You are set. You get your right guys resigned, but you are absolutely set to get those couple of stars that push you over the top that change the team. Because the teams that are great have a lot of depth at the at medium level NFL level caliber players, right? And they can absorb injuries as they need to. Next man up actually works because the next man actually knows how to play the game, right? Um, and then you have right. those couple of stars. That's a little bit of dude theory, but it's you have those couple of stars that then take the team over the top. And that's 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 really where it's at. And you're absolutely right, Brandon. That's what I think Bob Quinn has been building for. And he's got the cap set finally. He's got a player set finally to where you know free agency wasn't there wasn't a lot of booming guys this year. There wasn't a whole lot to really bring in and sign. But I think this team is set uh, to where next year you're going to see. Uh, in the offseason, you'll see a good team this year. Don't don't tell, don't get me wrong. I think we're going to see a good product on the field. I, I feel like we're going to make a playoff run if football isn't some kind of crazy, insane kind of thing. Um, but next year, we're in such a position with this team to have the right guys resigned and have a whole bunch of money to get those big names that we're after to put this team over the top and make it a real contender. So I, I kind of took that thing you were talking about and expanded it, but that's that's where my head's at. Yeah. Bob Quinn has finally gotten to the point where we're, we're poised to really – blow the roof off of this thing yeah i i uh if you if if anybody's read eric's article and uh, uh jeff you know what i'm talking about he lined out what looks like depth and even the power back uh bo scarborough has got a backup player in west hills because he's the same kind of back uh, i mean you go right down the line go down the receiver line uh you you got you got our three main receivers but you got three guys right right behind them that virtually will do the same things that those guys do and then can be interchanged. All the backs have backups to their particular skill set. Uh, and then the, uh, the O-line might. Uh, it's still maybe a little bit on the weak side. We don't know, but you've got three guards that are interchangeable for the two, what might look like interchangeable, the two uh, 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 guard uh, uh, positions. We'll have to see how that works out, but uh, uh, I, I get you know what I think with the Galladay and Decker are probably going to be the two targets to resign, and uh, yes. uh, then they'll just worry about everybody else later on. Uh, and let me let me ask you this: uh, 
Uh, Jeff, have you heard anything if they're even thinking about re-signing Mike Daniels? Because he's changed his avatar. I've heard that. You know, he's got something else on there now. Uh, I, have you the heard last anything I, on that? The last I heard was that uh, teams want to work him out personally to get their own doctors to look at him before they touch him because he's had so, so many he's problems. Still, he's still in limbo. Yeah, he's yeah. still in limbo then, isn't he? Okay. Yeah. I think... But, uh, I, I, heard, I heard that there's there's a chance and there's talking going on, right? Which is what you want. You just want conversation. You don't want a $10 million deal. You want like a yeah. $1.5, $2 million deal for him. Maybe a lot of incentives. And we, we were told, Chris and I got this yeah. in Mobile. He would love to come back. Yeah. He would like to well, redeem himself like to it. Detroit fans. But if he gets a better well, offer I somewhere else, I, I can't fault him for taking it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, here's, here's the other thing I was thinking of along these kind of lines is uh, uh, when when the, everything finally gets going. Now, you've probably seen the reports already today. Uh, John Clayton came out and said it looks like the way the NFL is going to put out the schedule is that possibly September or the first quarter is going to be all the interconference games mm-hmm. because yep. they, are the, they are the least ones that, that affect your playoff you know, uh, uh, drive, sure. uh, and that, which makes sense. So Ford Field then would I cannot remember how the AFC South did last last time we played them. I know we played in Houston and lost. The, did, did we lose that? Uh, oh, I, 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 what, what was that big old tall geeky dude quarterback? Os, Rock uh, Osweiler. 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 Yeah, it was is Osweiler. Yep. Did we lose yep. to him or did we win? We lost. We lost. Yeah, okay. We lost that game. We lost. Yeah, we lost that game. Yes. So the Texans play at home. So you know the first four games are going to be all those games, and it just depends which one's going to open up the Ford Field, whether it be first or second week. And so you know yeah. the Texans are playing at playing at Ford Field. What's the other team? Is it is it the the Colts? They will be in Jacksonville in one of those weeks. And we did hear this. Um, we had a, a little powwow on the wire editor thing that it unofficially confirmed that that is the case, that it will be um, the four NFC, um, AFC, NFC games at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't necessarily just mean that it's just the South because there are a couple of other AFC opponents in there too. But uh, yeah, um, it is, we play at, at Jacksonville and at Tennessee. So the Colts would be coming to, to, uh, yeah, to, to Fort Field. Yeah. Yeah, so those are really a pair. The I think the Texans game might draw a prime time game. I don't know if it will or not, but I don't think the Colts would because yeah. Well, unless you know, they consider Phil 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 Rivers a a draw enough, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which would be kind of interesting. And we just saw him in a Charger uniform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a little weird. But uh, I think I think the uh, only prime time chance that the Lions get this year is Green Bay, and they'll they'll get Thanksgiving, and they'll get one either Thursday or maybe Sunday night game. Yeah. They're they're not going to get any Monday night games. They're just not. Yeah, you don't, you don't get that when you're three twelve and one. No, and and even though they're getting so much respect for what they've done in this off season, it's just it's just like they've they've made their they've made their bones about where they're going to sit in the scheduling, and that's just the way it is. I always find, and this is, I mean, this is. This goes way back. The Lions do not perform well in national games anyway, 
right? You almost don't want them. I, they, they just, for some reason, it, cause, cause when do you get national games, right? You get national games when you showed up, when you, yep. when you, when you, when you're, when you're good, on the rise, when people want to see you. And yep. that's when you built up, you built up, you built up, and expectations are always dashed on that national stage for the Lions. Remember it's, that Justin Tucker field goal game in Baltimore? Oh, oh man. Oh, oh man. yeah. Yeah, it's, that was rough. So you know what? I I feel Ugh. like I'm 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 fine without a bunch of primetime games. Um, we'll talk a little bit as we go go further. For those who have like YouTube TV and stuff, I might have a way to help you get change your location so that you can see those games if you have trouble seeing those uh those games. Um, anyway, we'll talk about that more as as we go on. We got some further testing to do and stuff like that. But yeah, for sure, there's yeah. um, the schedule's going to be interesting. Um, the, the Atlanta game, the, you've got the Jacksonville game. Those are two games that I'm seriously considering going to. I know Riz was really hyped about possibly doing Browns and Lions over in London. In London. Yes. Because we, again, it's unofficial, but they were going to have week, week seven was going to be Detroit and week eight was going to be Cleveland in London back to back. That was going to go. And I've never been, and I'm I'm wow. like half English. I would I was so looking forward to it. I was going to take my kids out of school. They were going to come with me. Uh, all dashed. <laughs> yeah. I, the problem Maybe next for, year or something like that. The problem yeah. for Riz is I was planning on going to the London game if the Lions were there too, and then I, he wasn't going to have a, a, a good time because I was there to ruin it for him. But hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like uh, Chris, ball. I got I got a couple other things, and one other thing I wanted to hit with you guys yeah yeah now you guys know i've tagged you on on twitter a couple of times i've been watching some older games mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and i watched one yesterday that was it was interesting to say the least and billy sims and uh in the lines against uh earl campbell and oilers and it's campbell. interesting that the court the quarterback for the oilers back then uh was oliver luck and that's right you start watching this game and you start looking at him you think Man, I can see where Andrew got a lot of his abilities from because he, he was doing a lot of similar things. If he had to, he'd run out of the pocket and run for a first down or something like that. He was he was really pretty on target. And it was interesting during the game, they were talking about what are they going to do when Billy was getting upset with the way the Lions were playing and maybe he won't even be here next year. And I thought to myself, <laughs> well, I think the next year was moot after he got injured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Billy was great. Those are, but those I do are great want to ask you. Go ahead. Last one, buddy. We got I do want to ask you guys. Get rolling here. Go ahead. I got. I got to tell you. I got to ask you one other thing. I'll get out of here. I want to see Swift, and I want to see Johnson in the same backfield and pull what Sims and Bussy used to do. It was terrific football. And I asked Mike uh, uh, O'Hare about that, and he said, "Well, you won't get the split back two set, but one of them will go to the slot." You can guarantee that. Yep. Anyway, get out of here, guys. I'll nope. see you later. All right, brother. Be good. Thanks, be good. Brandon. Good to hear from you. All right. Be well. Please be well. Be. I like I like the idea of having the two running back like that. I, I do hope they do more of that. I, I always wanted it back when they had Joyk and Reggie. Yeah. yeah I wanted yeah. to see them both on the field at the same time because Reggie was so versatile. And Joyk really was versatile, too, for a bigger guy. I want and to see they- it back when they did the wishbone offense. Those are so fun. That was when I was really like young, getting into football, and watching the the wishbone was just for me. It was watching Billy Sims running at Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up on that too. Yeah, it was so fun and so interesting. Couldn't watching 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 the Nebraska Oklahoma mm-hmm. games back then. Mm-hmm. 
And both teams were like top five teams. And the game would be over in an hour and a half because there was never any incompletion. Right, 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 right. And then you'd be like, what's that? The ball's flying through the air, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're stunned. The I receiver's remember. like, what the hell? Okay. Yeah, I, I do remember that. All right. I, I remember, I remember, I, I used to go to Ohio State games a lot. And I remember some, t- I think it was Rice came in one year and they ran the wishbone. And they got tackled for a loss on like eight of their first 10 plays. It was like 77 to three or some ungodly number like that. I always got to go to the crap games. Like my dad had season tickets. Yep. He would take, he would take important people to the good games. Oh. And I would go see Wisconsin was dreadful back then. They were awful. So I, I saw Wisconsin or Northwestern. And I usually saw the opening game of the year, which was like Rice or Let me- um, one year they played Oregon State and they were bad. One year they, one year they played Oklahoma State. Um, and a guy named Barry Sanders showed up and it was the year after Thurman Thomas had left. So we're all like, yeah. Oh, they, they lost Thurman Thomas. They're not going to be anything. And like, Holy crap. Who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, Oh man. I, the, the I'll Thurman, never forget that game. Thurman and Barry, <laughs> man. I remember those are good times. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's keep going. I know this is yeah. we've been going for a while here, so let's uh, let's we have one last quick thing together that we promised. We said we would do a divisional wrap up um, of the draft. Um, why don't we Riz? Why don't we have you just kind of very quickly all go right. over it for us? And we'll get in depth more next time when we when we don't ramble yeah. so much about all this. So stuff. I, I will go um, quickly on the Bears. They didn't pick until the middle of the second round. They picked a tight end out of Notre Dame. They picked him around too early. Cole Komet, good player. They have so many tight ends who are nondescript, and he's the latest in that. How did we? How did we get Hunter Bryant out of all the tight ends? They they could field. I think it's ten, almost eleven guys as tight ends on the field at one time, and they didn't grab Hunter Bryant. Is there is there a problem there? There's something. There is a reason why Hunter Bryant fell out of the draft because he was projected as a third or a fourth round guy. I don't know what that is. I'll try to find that out. Okay. But my my question about the Bears draft: Who did they get in the first round? Uh, they got Khalil Mack. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Sorry. Every year. They get a first round pick next year, though, right? It, for now. <laughs> okay. They give a good opportunity to screw it up again for another like, yeah. decade of um, failure. Awesome. So, so for Lions purposes, they drafted two cornerbacks that I like a lot. Jalen Johnson was a guy that I would have taken at 35 if we didn't get Okuda mm-hmm. at three. They got him, I think it was at 50, 51. That's the Chase Young backup, right? Yeah, they got him at 50. Um, he's he's really good. He is a very good long press man corner who, when he wants to, can tackle very well. And he is going to be a problem for a guy like Kenny Galladay. He, yeah. He's a good matchup yeah. for that. In the way that Peanut Tillman gave Calvin Johnson problems. Yep. Um, and nothing, nothing but love for Peanut Tillman. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a Lions fan, I know you hate the Bears. You gotta love Peanut Tillman. The guy was amazing. Yeah, great player. Yeah, yeah. Um, show your respect for that. And then they took a guy out of Georgia Southern, Kendall Vildor, that we saw at the Senior Bowl. He can run. He can turn and run with anybody. He's physical. He's he's a he's a good player. They helped their secondary quite a bit. And he was a let me look here. He was, he was a ripped. I have yes. the Senior Bowl. He was absolutely yes. ripped. Small, but you could tell he was super super athletic. Yeah. He he is going to be their upgrade in the slot, and he's gonna he's gonna be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, they got him in the fifth round. They took a bunch of guys late. Um, they Three took a couple fives, of offensive two sevens and two twos. That's their whole draft. Yeah, yeah. They, they took a guy named Arlington Hambright. 
Um, yep. I, I saw Colorado play. I never knew that he was on the team. He was a guard. They took a guy from Tennessee State with a pick that got traded seven times. That's the only thing notable about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not a big fan of the guy that they took, uh, Travis Gibson, out of Tulsa. I didn't think he could play. Interesting. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Th- th- their secondary is where they got better, um, and that's that's where we have to, to jump off of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just, look, I have Gibson as, as nothing. I have him as nothing spectacular, yeah. right? Yeah. Although there so, was some interest from Quinn on him, just so you know. Yes, there was. So let's go to the team that did good, Minnesota. <sighs> Minnesota got better. They they did they had themselves a very good draft. Justin Jefferson is a great replacement for Stephon Diggs, a mentally stable Stephon Diggs. They got a ton of picks. Oh yeah, they they took 15. They, they took they, yeah, 15. fifteen, and they used them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, this, this is something where I, I, I feel like like I was talking with the Lions. If we could just get the first 10 picks in the draft. I feel like Bob Quinn, what he's shown in this draft and his ability to pick guys, if he had yeah. these 15 picks, holy cow, this team would be headed to the Super Bowl tomorrow. Yeah. Holy cow. So, but Minnesota yeah. did what did. Minnesota I mean, did good. I mean, they, they're, they're, they took Jeff Gladney with their other first round pick. Let me, let me look. They got him at 31. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trade from San Francisco. He's good. Yeah, I liked I I liked he him a lot. My cornerback, if uh, and, and he didn't make it right, but he was my cornerback. If we got Chase Young at three, he was yeah. the guy that I really really yeah. wanted to pick in the second round. He's a little flighty. Um, he's going to have some plays where you're like, ooh ooh, but uh, he, he he made them better. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of Ezra Cleveland. Their their tackle they took in the second round. Uh, I was I was mortified that the Browns were going to take this guy because he's Cleveland from Cleveland. Uh, there was a lot of talk that they were going to take him in the first round. He wound up lasting until the end of the second round, and that's still too early for him. This guy has no power at all. Mm-hmm. He is a under. He's a very athletic guy, uh, and, and, I, and the line that I use on him for Cleveland podcasts, and if you heard it, bear with me. He's great at being the guy who runs out into the field and then goes and picks up the running back who got tackled by the guy that he was supposed to block. <laughs> So uh, that that one that and where they got him, it's not a terrible value. But then then they got a couple of guys after that. James Lynch, fourth round. Yeah, guy can play. Yeah, good guy. pass rusher. Yeah, right. Yep. DJ Wadham, another fourth round guy, edge out of South Carolina. He can play a little bit. He's limited, but he is he's as good of a prospect as D, as Okwara is. Um. So and they got him around later. You got to. Yeah. Sometimes you got to tip your hat. The other team does well. Yeah. Cam Dantzler, if he can ever gain weight, um, he looks like a guy who has a tapeworm. Honestly, he is so like unhealthy, skinny. <laughs> dude, dude can yeah. play, yeah. but he's just you know will, will he ever last long enough? Um, yeah, tapeworm. Um, My cousin had one. That's why I go with oh, that. Okay. I felt so bad for him. He weighed like ninety five pounds until he was like seventeen years old. I'm when he finally went to the doctor and like. You've got you've got a tapeworm that's like five feet long inside of you. I'm keeping yeah. mine well fed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, I've got a guy I want to talk about that the Vikings picked because it's please do. There's two guys. There's two guys. Right. We saw them both. The first one is Josh Metellus, Michigan guy. Right, he's local. People people are interested in him. Yes. Um, uh, they're 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 converting into linebacker. That's probably a good move. Yeah, but <laughs> at the same time, I don't know. Because if you look at the KJ Hill video over in the YouTube that we put together, you see Metellus just KJ Hunt. 
right? <laughs> Why do I keep saying Hill? He okay. is Hill. Oh my God, I'm confused. It myself. is Hill. It's KJ yeah. Hill. Yes, yeah, from Ohio you. State. Yes. Um, I keep wanting to say K Hunt, right? Because Kareem. That's what. That's what it is. Yeah. KJ Hill just destroys Metellus twice, yeah. two different yes. plays. This is this is one where I, I don't know. You know, Michigan people are probably giving him more props than they deserve on this. Metellus, I, I just don't think he's a big. He's I an NFL don't. Guy. I don't think Michigan fans thought that Josh Metellus was very good. Yeah, he was the guy that the, the opposing offense would always try to get on the slot. Yeah, they would scheme it so he would have to cover the slot and he couldn't do it. Yep, he was <laughs> not. He just did not kill it at the no. at the at the Senior Bowl. Seeing him live, no. I was really really disappointed. Yeah. Uh, he's ripped, you know, all that kind of stuff, but just not that not that super. So I, I heard from from um, one of their beat writers that I know fairly well that they are they're they're redshirting him this year, bulking him up and moving him to outside linebacker. Okay. That makes sense. So you probably won't see him this year. Yep. And then you got uh, the other one I want to talk about, Kenny Willekes, uh Michigan State guy, right? They got him in the seventh round. I feel like that's that's a good spot for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a little bit of a value spot for them to get him. Country it strong is. kind of guy, good size. High kind of effort. And yep. cr- he, he's got that unique. He, he gets down in the four-point stance and his ass is up higher than his head. Yep. yep. Um, it's it's something different, man. I'm rooting for him. I, I hope it works for him. I am too. I, I you know, 14 weeks a year. I hope he does a great job. But uh, yeah, yeah. Right, so interesting. I think the Willikies pick was good. I'm really the Metellus one. We'll see how that plays. Where yeah. they bulk him up and move him. I just don't like. I said KJ Hill, who also went that late, right in the draft. Um, yep. They took a KJ wide receiver, but it's KJ Osborne yes, from they Miami. Did. Yes, and uh, KJ Hill's better than KJ Osborne, so they screwed up there. <laughs> they did. They did. I don't know where. I, uh, it's right around where uh, Hill went, so maybe they were looking at that same thing. So. Maybe anybody else All from right. Minnesota you want to talk about? Uh, Harrison Hand is is one of the other cornerbacks uh, they took out of Temple. He's interesting. He needs time. He's worth the time, though. I, I, I think he's another guy that you. No, look, they drafted all those guys. Not all of them can make their team. Right. Um, that that's a guy that they're drafting for a year or two down the road once uh, once some guys are gone. Yeah, they they need cornerbacks uh, now, right? Yes. So, so they lost three. They lost three of their top four cornerbacks from last year. Yeah. So they had to get guys that could get in. They drafted well, but I don't see any of these guys being year one difference makers or filling any of those gaps. Dan- Dansler will probably get some run. But um, yeah, J- yeah. That I just don't see them replacing who who they're replacing. No, you know what I mean at that level. Yeah, and and they're they're so tied up with the anth- franchise tagging Anthony Harris really put them in a bind because yeah. I think I think they knew that they couldn't replace him at safety and he's he's really good he's really good right and the fact that they couldn't work out something and they wound up having to cut people because they had they had to pay for his franchise tag really hurt them yep yep yeah. All Let's right. get to Green Bay and have some fun. Oh, please. <laughs> Round one was an absolute riot with Green Bay. This this was the most fun I've had I since the Tunsil Gas Mask. I can't believe they did it. The Tunsil Gas Mask is second to this, and then after that is the Chicago debacle of Trubisky over Mahomes and, and losing oh, the first rounds. For at years. least Trubisky can play something. <laughs> at least, yeah. I mean, literally, he, you could put him on the field for three years. And not be completely embarrassed of the fact that that's your quarterback, right? I mean, well, he's still growing. You can make excuses. You can't make excuses for love. No. Um, he is Deshaun Kaiser 2.0. Uh, they had Deshaun Kaiser the first time. It didn't work. He just got cut by the Raiders yesterday, too. They didn't even want him as their fourth string quarterback. Deshaun Kaiser coming out was a better prospect than Jordan Love was. 
And I watched Deshaun Kaiser in person in Brown's training camp as a rookie. He was better than Cody Kessler, and that's all he had to be. And I'm probably better than Cody Kessler. I certainly have a bigger arm, and I'm almost 50. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You put that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, Green Bay just lit the whole boat on fire. I don't know what they're doing when when Aaron Rodgers – is, he's still Aaron freaking Rodgers. Yep. We have to respect it. We don't have to like him, but we have yeah. to respect him. Yeah, no, you're right. And the fact that they 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 did nothing to help him. Their number. Let's just talk about this. Their number one pick. They took Aaron Rodgers backup. They, yes. Not a guy that can contribute. Not a guy that's expected to contribute. If he's out there contributing, you're in deep trouble, right? That's, uh, right. And keep in mind, they cannot get out from Rogers' contract for at least two more years. Yeah. He will be their starter for the next two years at minimum. Absolutely. And if I'm, so they him, took a player that will not play before 2023 for them. People are talking <laughs> about him like leaving or moving or whatever. If I'm him, no, I'm sapping the money. That's the best thing oh, you yeah. can do an organization you're mad at. Take that money and that's, punish that's them, exactly right? right. Damn straight. Number two. Okay, now we're gonna get a wide. Wide receiver, right? Oh, no. AJ Dillon, a running back. I feel like our running back. Those. I feel like they had a running back. They have two of them. They have two good ones. What? Well, <laughs> I'm confused. Well, okay. Round three. Round three. This is where they're going to clear it up, right? I mean, this is this is it. Let's go ahead and take a tight end out of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Were, were there any wide receivers available? Or were they off? Off? The uh, there, there were quite a few there, Chris. Uh, now, I will. I will say this. I like Josiah Degara. He he's an H back move full. He can play fullback for him. He can actually take handoffs for him. He's also a, an emergency quarterback. Uh, he's going to play the Taysom Hill Taysom Hill role sure. for them. He's a good player. I, I like him. I, I think it's their best pick by far. I'm I'm just looking down. If I he, was he, say, he's not going to be their starting tight end. No, <laughs> so. no. If I was to say, okay, I'm it's it's you know an hour before the draft starts. I'm the GM of Green the Green Bay Packers. What do I need? I need a running back. Or, no, sorry. <laughs> See, no, I need a wide. I, re- like I need a, I need wide receivers. Right. Yes. I need to give him help that wide receiver because that's what's going to put us over the top. Do you know they didn't draft a wide receiver in any round this year? Their biggest needs on offense were wide receiver and offensive tackle. They don't need an offensive tackle that can play now, but they need one in the future. They didn't even get a tackle. They drafted two guards and a center. And of those, I mean, John Runyon was the first, the Michigan John Six Runyon round. Jr. Six he round. ain't his dad. Um, no. And he's uh, opt <laughs> in, in the roster building process. Runyon, Jake Hansen, and, and Simon Stepaniak, they're all fighting for the exact same spot. They drafted him three places in a row. I don't get, I don't get it. it it's This is insane. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Now let's, I don't, let's talk. I don't know how they're doing this. They signed Devin Funches. Now their wide receiver stuff is is taking. Remember, this is a team that yeah. had Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith last year and then drafted Rashawn Gary to play him out of position behind them in the first round. I don't know what the hell Gutekunst was doing. Is, he, I don't think any fan up there knows what he's doing. Is this TJ Lang magic? Is the hex finally hit? Oh, is, are we nice. about to see the 80s Green Bay Packers? The this, Lynn Dickey? <laughs> Holy cow. I used to love watching the Lions play the backers back in the, the 80s because I always knew the Lions were going to win. <laughs> this was an absolute dumpster fire not just of a draft but of an offseason for these guys this is just like i would be if i was a shareholder like they love to freaking talk about i would be burning down lambo 
I, what they did the not. Did they, they did not that? have a good draft. <laughs> wow, that's that's this pairs level bad. Dagara could realistically be the only rookie they have that plays more than ten percent of their snaps. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so they were three. They were thirteen and three last year. They are so primed to fall back. They had incredible luck with health relative to the rest of the league. Yep. They had incredible luck with turnovers on both sides of the ball. Rodgers had the lowest percentage of interceptable passes intercepted last year. Now, he also has a very low percentage of interceptable passes relative to the rest of the league. High percentage he had, he got, of pass interference yeah. passes, though. Um, great point. He's good at that. I got to hit yeah. you with this. Um, question for you. Was McCarthy the real talent evaluator in Green Bay? Dallas knocked it out of the park this year. How priceless uh, would that be? I'm not crazy about what Dallas did either, honestly. Ooh. I think that they are they shifted from Ted Thompson and they deliberately went in a different role than what Ted Thompson did. Sure. And I don't think I think that Gutekunst is almost rallying against that. I don't think Mike McCarthy had a great big say in what they did in the draft. And I, I know in Dallas he did not. Yeah. That that was that was a Jones, Jerry, and Stephen draft. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And maybe Jones's daughter. She was there popping around all the time for some reason. Um, on the on the the luxury yacht. Yeah. Um if the guy who Aaron chased that out of town us. turned out to be the football whisperer in GB, that's that would would and even if it's not the case, okay, just, just if that's the storyline. Because yeah. that's all it needs to be is the story. It doesn't have to be true, right? Holy right. cow. You could turn the fans against Aaron his last couple of years. You could the oh, the, 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 the 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 hatred and and, and and splitting you could sow into that base. Look at how fast they turned on Clay Matthews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. All right. Rick. They they are uh they're they're gonna be fun to watch. Um, and, and the the one worry that I have is that Rogers is going to be so pissed off that it's going to prove to everybody that they screwed him and he's still great. And he, he could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let him do it in the AFC. Let him go to the Chargers. Oh, man. Can you imagine? That actually would be a good fit. Aaron Rodgers to the Chargers? That would actually be an interesting freaking team to watch. No fans. I'd love for, I actually, would love they could get fans there because Aaron Rodgers was there. There's I would love for them there. to exile him to Jacksonville. Ooh, wow. <laughs> like what's the worst possible destination if you're an NFL player? Mm-hmm. It's Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Duval. <laughs> wow. All right. all right. Riz, I've rung you out. I, I appreciate all the time you spent with us this week. Um I had fun. I missed you last week, so I had to talk too much this week. <laughs> I might have I might have contributed to that and, and our friend Meister jumped in as well. With that, we're gonna call it a week. Remember the show needs your feedback and your involvement. Use the comments in the subreddit to let us know what you think. Also, don't forget about us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. As little as a dollar a month gets you into the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. It's our Slack chat. You can do it on your computer. It's an app on the phone. If you get if you get joined up, we will give you the link. You shouldn't be giggling, Chris. Uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions Podcast, Instagram, Detroit Lions Podcast, and on the Twitter machine at DET Lions Podcast, the very best place to see the Riz laughing about with no pants. <laughs> Lost my with no pants. There you go. With no pants. With no pants. Um, Give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions Podcast, or call us in the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667, and be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com, subscribe to the podcast, 
so we can bounce around between your ears automatically. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, baby, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over.